Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes. Amen. Where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Now I want to go ahead and jump into this message, jump into the word of God. Amen. So we ask you to step along with us as we go into this podcast, how a person can steal your destiny and purpose by controlling you. Now, check this out. Amen. I will be coming out of Scripture, and I will be coming out of the uh, book of St. John, chapter 10, verse 10, and 1 Corinthians 6 and 12. Amen. 1 John 10, 10. And I want you to follow along with me because I'm going to be moving right along this morning because I got deliverance sessions and uh, counseling sessions and deliverance sessions that I will start later on. I do do that. And those that are interested, any 45-minute deliverance or counseling session with me over different matters or for deliverance, we ask you to go to our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Amen. And go to the deliverance and counseling session. We do counseling on marriage and other areas, marriage, spiritual gifts. We do counseling in many subjects, amen, entrepreneurship, and just helping people to get through life itself. Now, let me jump into this word. Amen. And once again, thank you for your $5 donation. If this message is blessing you, we do ask you to subscribe. Amen. To subscribe to our YouTube channel, also to our podcast channel. That is Ivory Hopkins, the General of Deliverance Podcast. Let's get ready to rock with this message. In the book of John, chapter 10, verse 10, the Bible says, The thief cometh not but for to steal to kill and to destroy. Jesus said, and I come that you might have life and that might be have it more abundantly. God wants us to have the abundant life, but the enemy wants to use every method possible to try to steal and disrupt our destiny and purpose. I have talked to a number of people in my deliverance counseling sessions. And I remember talking to a young lady just a couple of days ago, by the way, how you doing, woman of God? You will be listening at this podcast, and I want to thank you for the deliverance test session you calling in that we had with you. We had an amazing deliverance with her. But check this out. When she called me, she was talking about how that she had befriended someone. I think it was online. And that person began to try to control her life through leadings, prophecies, and revelations. And when she began to become aware that something was wrong with this situation, with this relationship, the person began to stalk her, to begin to become angry. You could not seem to break away from them. And my dear friend, that is a sign of a controlling and a manipulating spirit. Now, why do people do this to us? 
Why do people operate in this manner? They operate in this manner, number one, because they have a spirit in them that, that gives them the ability to tap into a person's life and begin to control and manipulate their life, actually draw them away from God, from family, and from others who speak in their life. This type of person does not want you to listen to anyone else but their voice. Be careful of having to go to others to always hear, hear from God for you. Now, let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. The Apostle Paul says this, All things are lawful for me, but all things are not helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Now, I love this in the Doreem's translation. 1 Corinthians 6, 12 in the Doreem's translation. All things are lawful to me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful to me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. These people who operate under this manipulation and controlling and guiding your life, amen, the spirit that is on them tries to bring you under their power. Sometimes when this starts, you have no idea that it is happening. You look at them as just a friend, just a prophetic leader, just someone is speaking in your life. Just, uh, you know, whoever it is that operates like this, you can tell that this is a manipulating spirit because you begin to lose choices in your everyday life. They begin to tell you how to think, what to go, where to go, what to believe. And it happens so subtly until you don't even realize that this thing is operating against you. Listen to what this verse, 1 Corinthians 6 and 12 says in the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is helpful. Now, I like this. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is helpful. In other words, everyone that gets in your life are not necessarily helpful. By the way, I want to give a shout out to my dear friend and daughter in the Lord, Prophet Kathy Fontenet. God bless you, Prophet Kathy. Kathy, love you, woman of God. Now, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is helpful. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be brought under the control of anything. There are people that will bring you under their control. Now, in this young lady's deliverance, I began to number out a number of things that was operating and happening to her. And let's go through that list. And I want you all to stay with me. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that those who are listening at the sound of my voice, that they come out of being manipulated and controlled by other people who want to tell them what to do all the time. They want to speak in their life as if they can't hear from God themselves. Now, Father, you know that I'm not talking about a real prophetic word being leased, released so that the one, the hearer, is able to make a choice to discern it and see whether it be God. But I am talking about these people who get a hold of a person's life, and before you know it, they're trying to tell you every detail of your life, and you start losing the volition of your will. By the way, this demon, this spirit operates under something I call passivity of the will. The word passivity or passive means to be inactive. 
When you surrender your will to an individual, the enemy is so subtle, he can get you to surrender your will while cooperating and not even knowing it. Matter of fact, the first time that the enemy did this was in the garden with Eve. He got Eve to surrender her will over to him by getting her to surrender and giving permission and cooperating with his suggestion, his leading, that you shall be as gods if you take the forbidden fruit. Yes, he got her to look like, somebody will say, well, Eve used her own will. Yes, she used her own actions, but her will had been submitted to the enemy. Are you hearing me? She was doing what we call passive action. She was surrendering her will over to the suggestion and the words of another without knowing that the true desire of the enemy, the serpent, was to get her to allow him to lead her into bondage. He, Satan literally gave Eve direction and she surrendered her will to what he was saying and it captured her mind, will, and emotions. And the, the true attack of the enemy when people and, uh, are trying to control you is to get you to surrender your will while actively cooperating and giving it over to them. Now, listen, how do you not surrender your will to someone? Glad you asked. You do not surrender your will to someone when you make the choice after you listen and hear what they're saying. I told this young lady this, and this is a little uh, pre-thing. I, she, I, she was saying to me, well, how do I know that I have broken the soul tie? I said, number one, young lady, I'm going to tell you this right now. Uh, you broke the soul tie when you began to realize that you were had come under the control of a manipulating person who began to push too much in your life, control too much of your decisions, and begin to get angry because you started making choices. And you started pushing back. A person that still has a soul tie with a controller does not push back. And they do not start taking back their own choices, their own decisions. I said to her, no, ma'am, you ain't got to go on a four-day fast and get a bottle of olive oil and break it at 3 a.m. in the morning. No, no, no. You don't have to do any type of incantation like that. And I said the word, yes, incantation, because someone said to her, that went the way to break this bondage is to go on a three-day fast, I think it was, and at 3 a.m. in the morning, take a bottle of alcohol after you prayed over for three days, then throw the olive oil down on the ground and break the bottle of alcohol, olive oil, and then you're free. My dear friend, I tell you, glory be to God, that the cross is enough, that the word of God is enough. Am I against fasting? No, I'm not against fasting, but I am against people selling you trying to sell you an idea that is not based on biblical principles. That thing was broken by the power of the cross. That was broken off of her life, her mind, will, and emotion by the Holy Spirit. So she had already begun to push back and take away the ground. I also spoke to her about why these type of people are effective. I'll go over the list in a minute. The reason why some people are effective in your life and to control you like this, number one, there's something in your personality that draws this type of person. Yeah, I said it. There's something in your personality that draws you to this type of person 
who wants to control you. Let's say this. I'm going to name some of the things that it can be. Number one, if you are a people pleaser, there are some people that tries to please everybody. And I maintain to tell you that is impossible. But if you have in you, in your upbringing, growing up as a child or in and through an emotional wound, if you have an areas in your life that are strong wounds that need to be healed, of seeking approval of others, a person like this with a spirit like this will try to bring you under their subjection. Eve had in her a desire to be like the one she met in the cool of the day. And here goes what was amazing. Satan was offering Eve what she already had with God the Father, with Yahweh. Are you hearing me? He was offering to her what she already had with God. God was already meeting her in the cool of the day. God was already going out of his way to touch her life, to minister and love on her and Adam. And the enemy said to her, you shall not surely die if you eat of that fruit. You shall be like gods, knowing good and evil. In other words, she disobeyed God to be more like God. Satan tapped on her desire to be more like the one who met her in the cool of the day. Listen, some of us, amen, the enemy will attack us and control our lives by saying, if you listen at my voice, if I can control, if I can teach and control you by my teaching, by my prophetic word, by my advice, if I can control you, you will become more freer. And never realizing that what you're not getting free, you're getting controlled and manipulated. Now, let me say all things being equal and put things in balance. Is there a place in our lives for teachers to teach us for the perfecting of the saints, for life, for the work of the ministry and for life? The answer is yes. But the teacher, the fivefold teacher, the person in your life is not trying to control you, but they're trying to mentor you into maturity. I went to school. I graduated. I went to college. The teachers that taught me did not try to control me. They tried to pull out of me uh, uh, strength and wisdom. They tried to impart into me understanding and wisdom so that I could use it without them. My God, what would it be like if I here at my age now still happen to try to get up with my old school teacher? So, Because I don't know what to do after they've taught me. No, a true teacher, a true mentor, a true person in your life does not stay in your life trying to control every step day by day. So insecurity. Also, someone trying to make you to seek for something that you already have but can't see that you got it. In other words, you're so insecure. You're so insecure you, that you, you feel like you don't have enough. You feel like you're not good enough. And this person will try to tap in and say, I'll bring you to that place of being good enough. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Listen to me real good. It, 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 even Jezebel, when she was dealing with Ahab, Jezebel turns around and knows what she tells him. She tells him, you the king, ain't you? Ahab wanted a vineyard. And Jezebel says, you the king, ain't you? And he goes, yeah, I'm the king. She says, okay, then I'll write letters in your name. And she tells him what power he has, then proceeds to supersede it and to take away. This is the way that spirits operate. And guess what? When you yield to this, 
it can alter and change your destiny. A person controlling every step and decision and choice in your life could cause you to be led by them and not led by God. Now, let me go down my list now. I hope this introduction. Now, one, one thing, number one, they steal your destiny by swallowing up your life. In other words, you can't get away from them. My God, they're in your life every moment. Are you hearing me? They steal your destiny by swallowing up your life. Be careful of someone who is smothering you. Careful of someone that, that you go like, you know, I enjoy talking to you, but, but come on, give me a little breathing room here. You actually can feel in your environment, in your surrounding, that they are a little bit too much. Number two, they start making decisions for you. Now, it's one thing to make a suggestion. And it's a totally different world to start making decisions for a person. Because when a person keeps making decisions for you, you are not using your own active will, your own mental processing. You are not using the God-given creative ability that God created our mind, will, and emotions to function for. So they start making decisions for you. And here goes a key thing. If you don't comply to what they are saying, they will act as if you are a child that has disobeyed the parent. They will act as if they upset. Or oh, number three, they will try to control who are around you. They will try to control who it is that are around you. They will herd you to themselves. This type of manipulator and controlling individual will most likely get angry, mad, upset, or emotionally upset if you are around others that takes your time. I've seen this type of controller actually cause a person to cut off family, church, other brothers and sisters. Yes, they heard you to themselves. They're the only one that got the word for you. Are you hearing me? Also, they attack you with shame when you displease them. Did you hear that? They will attack you with shame. And you'll start feeling like, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to upset you. And they're talking about your life. Are you hearing me? Is anybody out there hearing the general? They're talking about your life. And you have to apologize uh, uh, for not complying to their leading. Their, suge their suggestions. Their, are you hearing what I'm saying? That, that person right then and there is moving in a realm that can start shifting your destiny and purpose by driving you by their decisions. Oh, y'all understanding me. You know what, uh, uh, y'all? That was a time in my life that when I start hearing people like, somebody stole my destiny. I, I, I used to think, now that does not make sense. This is before I really knew, years ago. That does not make sense. You own your own destiny, we praise God. Well, a few, a few deliberate sessions later, a few words deeper checking into the word, I begin to realize all through the Bible, people's lives was altered. Their destiny and their purpose was altered by the people they got in their life. Matter of fact, most of you that are prophetic people, Remember a young prophet that God had told, don't eat anything, go release a prophetic word in this area, and don't eat a thing. And he met another prophet, and the other prophet said, no, 
Go on and eat. God said it's okay. And he eats and a lion eats him up. Now, I know that's a little bit radical, but it changed that boy's destiny. <laughs> it definitely changed his purpose. Matter of fact, even 2 Chronicles 7 and 14 is something that could be altered. Listen to what it says. If my people, which are called by my name, requirement, would humble themselves and pray, requirement, and seek my face, requirement, then will I hear from heaven, result, forgive their sin and heal their land. Now, how can destiny be changed there? If my people will not seek my face, if my people will not humble themselves, then guess what happens? Their land does not get healed. Their generation is affected by it. Are you seeing what I'm saying? All through the Bible, there are cases and times where purpose and destiny have been shifted. I'm going to say something to y'all, and I'm not into any false teaching when I make this statement. Hear my heart, what I said, I said carefully. If I wonder when the serpent deceived Eve, I wonder what would have happened if Adam would have stepped up and said, Eve, darling, that serpent has deceived you, babe. I resist you, you serpent. I rebuke you, you serpent. I have dominion here on this earth. I have dominion over every creature. I, I as Adam, take authority over you. I guarantee you, yo, Adam would have shifted. Now, I'm going to make a statement. Don't think I'm in the era. Adam would have actually redeemed us from having to go through these generational curses. Are you hearing me? But in the, because of Adam's fall, because the first Adam uh, fell, because Eve was deceived and Adam followed, it caused a generational curse that has affected all of us. Destiny was changed in the Garden of Eden right then and there, and the enemy has been changing destinies throughout our lives with people. But situations where the serpent, where deception or the enemy causes us to tap into people and situations that God never meant for us to get into. So, number five, they are never wrong. They have the answer for you. Now, in other words, they act as if they know what you need to do. You don't have the answer for your own life. In short, they think for you. Be careful, people, of anybody who thinks for you. Now, I remember my granddaughter, Aviana. When Aviana used to come by to see her grandpa and grandma, Aviana was probably about three, about four years, three or four years old. Aviana had uh, sippy cups, juice cup in the refrigerator. Aviana was too small to go in and take it out because she would actually knock things over. She would actually have to struggle and dishuffle the refrigerator. As time went by, Aviana became old enough to think for herself and she would come over and she would want to get her juices, want to get her stuff that is in our refrigerator. It's Aviana's section. And we would never, if she said to me, Grandpa, can you go to the refrigerator and get my stuff out? I would look at her and say, no, nope. And you go like, what? Nope. You go over there and do it for yourself. Why? Because we literally over our house taught her when she needed us to help make decisions for her. And we taught her when it was time for Evelyn and I to get out of the way and let our granddaughter do for herself. Are you hearing me? So we would not control her and think for her. Are you hearing me? But people like this, 
And Donna, by the way, those who just come in on this podcast, those who just come in on this YouTube or Facebook Live, the title of the message this morning is How a Person Can Steal Your Destiny and Purpose by Controlling You. All right. When you get to dealing with them, it causes mental warfare and confusion. Did you hear me? It causes mental warfare and confusion. Your mind seems to be confused through giving it over to them. Your mind seems to be confused because you gave it over to them. Now, once again, that thing I said earlier, the spirit of passivity, the the passivity, two things take place. There is an active area of passivity that is not a demon, it's a choice that you surrender. Passive. Won't stand up for yourself, won't speak for yourself, and someone else will do it for you. A spirit of passivity joins along with those passive actions. Listen to me what I said to you. Remember my old saying? You don't, you, you don't have a demon because of what you're doing. You, often get, you don't do what you do because you have a demon. You often get demons because of what you're doing or have done. Are y'all hearing me? So what happens is through that passive, people-pleasing, insecure, insecure, low self-esteem, won't fight for yourself, won't speak for yourself, that spirit of passivity will get in there and this type of controller this type of manipulator will get in your life and begin to control you. Another, they confuse your mind to their think for yourself. Are you hearing me? In other words, they confuse your mind to make you feel like something's wrong when you can't think for yourself. Something's wrong when you try to. I use the word can't, but I meant something's wrong when you start to think for yourself. Matter of fact, they will even get mad. Yeah, I said it. They will get upset. They will feel a little bit some kind of way if you dare to think for yourself. Eleven. Next one. They steal your time. Did you get that? They steal your time. This type of person has to keep. Why? The repetition of time. The repetition of surrendering to them, controlling and making decisions for you, begins to steal your time. I say this to every prophet. I say this to prophetic people. I say this to every teacher or every individual out there. I'm going to tell y'all something. I'm going to give y'all some advice. When you have someone in your perimeter, in your classes, or in your life, who you see are trying to always cause you to make decisions for them, stop doing it for them. Make them use their own minds. Make them actually start doing for themselves in this area. Or else, because there are people that will come to us who have mama and daddy issues. They have arrested development. They have low self-esteem. And if you're not careful, they will try to create in you as an adult, they will try to create that same childish position that they were raised up in. That same childish position. Just suppose with Aviana, our granddaughter, now she's nine years old. Matter of fact, she came to see us a couple of days ago. I could not imagine Aviana at nine years old needing us to tell her everything to do. 
go, how to go upstairs, how to turn the TV on, how to, how to go in the refrigerator. I, I would say, oh, my God, I need prayer. We need to minister to her because she has emotional issues. Something's wrong with my granddaughter. She's not able to think on the simplest level. My dear friends, the enemy taps into this, and there are people who need healing in this area. And if they come to your ministry, if they come to you for counseling, you got to be careful of tapping into that thing in them that wants you to make decisions for them. I've actually had people ask me, oh, Apostle, me and my husband, me and my, me and my, uh, me, me and my husband are about to make a decision uh, to buy a house. Do you think we should? Do I think you should? I'm not paying your mortgage and you're not my wife. Now, bottom line, I'll pray along with you, but I will not supersede you and your husband's choice for what you're going to do when it comes to home and house and mortgage. That's not who I am. Now, I didn't say they couldn't ask advice. Asking advice is one thing, but having someone. Now, listen, in, when you have this type of stronghold in your life, you will actually supersede Areas of your life where you or even someone you married supposed to make the choice and you will bring others in who are controlling, who are manipulating, and you will listen to the controller more than your own mate, especially if you got a mate that is not a controller. If you got a mate in your life that is not a manipulator and a controller, there will be a thing in you that will draw you to a pastor, a counselor, a friend, a family member to begin to control and make decisions for y'all's home, y'all's marriage. Is anybody hearing me? I'm going to move on along. Amen. Now, they keep you explaining, and this is a good one. This was a good one. They keep you explaining about what really belongs to you. In short, you are answering to them about the choice that belongs to you. They keep you. <laughs> I, I talked to a person a couple of weeks ago. And they said that, they, that in their family, there was such a controlling spirit that when her and her husband decided to buy a brand new car, they were having a meeting amongst themselves, rather the husband and her couldn't afford it. Now, maybe not the husband and wife having a meeting. No, 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 no. Once again, not the husband or wife having a meeting, but the family backbiting and talking about it. <laughs> Do you know what I feel about that? I wouldn't care. I love my family with all my heart. I got a great family. I come from a very large family, but it would be a problem if my sisters or my brothers tried to decide whether Evelyn and I should buy a car. Bottom line is, it's our decision, and thank you for your suggestion, but I don't need your help. Appreciate you. Next. But some people can't say that, because if you say that, you feel bad. Oh, I feel so bad. <sighs> They're trying to tell me what to do. That's my own choice. I feel so bad. They're going to get mad if I start thinking for myself. Guess what? Get mad. Get glad. Get unpleased or whatever you want to do. I will not come under that power. Because why? It's acting like you're asking permission to be you. I will not. And you should not ask permission to be you. Next. They treat you like you're a child. That's what it comes down this type of thing fosters and taps into arrested development, or it will try to create arrested development. Now, here goes the most amazing thing about coming under control. You can be highly academic. You can be intellectually smart. But if in your emotions there is a wound and an opening that leaves you subject to trying to please people, 
as smart as you are, as intellectual as you are, you will still surrender your will over to someone asking permission. And, then, and be careful of people in your life who talks to you as if you need their permission to make choices. Be very careful. Do not. Are y'all hearing me? Now, once again, don't get nobody get silly with me. I'm not talking about asking for advice from someone. I'm not talking about some a friend that can make a suggestion and give you the opportunity to choose whether to listen to it or not. I'm not talking about that. But I'm talking about that person in your life. Creepy, weird. It's creepy. It's weird. And it can become demonic. Wherein they've come in your life. And ever since they got in your life, they feel they have a right to make choices for you, make decisions for you, hear from God for you. I listen, I believe in the prophetic word and two or three witnesses and let all laws be established. I believe that God will speak to people prophetically to speak into my life. But when you give me a prophetic word, I also have the right to take time to judge and discern whether I feel that it is the Lord speaking through you. I will not surrender that to anyone. I don't care who you are, what title you got, what position you have. I will never give over my right of will, of action and choice to discern, to think to anyone. They treat you like a child. Why did it work? Because of the reasons I'm telling you. You're people pleasing. You don't also, another area, there are some people you don't want to seem rude or dismissive. And they tap into that. By the way, people that control other people really have emotional, in, in, emotional and demonic strongholds of themselves that you can look at them. Look, I have watched leaders, especially, I'm not going to go there. I have watched leaders that the way that they lead uh, and what have you, you can see that that person has a serious problem that there's something definitely a deficit in their area of security because they got the control of everybody. That usually there's a measure of driving insanity. The Bible talks about diatrophies in, the, in, in 3 John. The Bible talks about diatrophies who refuse to receive missionaries coming from the apostles. And the Bible said diatrophies love to have the preeminence. He prayed it about as if he was important. And short, it was saying that he loved to have the dominion and the dominance over his group. So much so that he kept them so nobody could hear anybody's voice but theirs. There are good, valid voices. There are good, valid, valid people in your life other than the one who's trying to tell you, I'm the one that's got the word for you and nobody else. They tapped into your kind heart, and they, they manipulate your kindness. Let me slow that down. They, they, they have tapped into your kind heart, and they have manipulated your kindness. Got that? And it is as if you need them to guide your life. They actually feel that it's God for them to guide you. Jesus, are you hearing me? They spiritually guide your life by their leadings. This controller, they spiritually, this individual that God broke through and gave her a breakthrough. Matter of fact, by the time she called me, really all she needed was more um, affirmation 
that she was heading biblically in the right direction. This is the reason why sometimes I say deliverance and counseling. Now, somebody might say, come out this devil. Loose this devil off of her. Let her go and made the woman think that there was some demon in there. And now, even though she, start, she started pushing back, she had the choice. She had done the right things. God had given her a breakthrough. The Holy Spirit had loosed her mind from that control. Then I'm supposed to capitalize on it and say, no, 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 no. The freedom you feel is not God. Uh, we got to call out a demon. Listen, if it is a devil, cast him out. If it's, the, uh, if it's an area of the mind, will, and emotion needing coming through truth, truth can make you free. I'm not talking against having deliverance with someone. I'm talking against using the wrong method to solve a problem that the Holy Spirit had already worked out. She just needed from me clarity that she was going in the right direction. Clarity that she had made the right choice. Are you hearing me? Moving on. They make you feel that you've done something wrong to control your own choices. Did you hear that? They make you feel as if you've done something wrong to control your own choices. Next, they feel you need to apologize and come back in line. When you try to break away from them, they make you feel like you need to apologize and line yourself back up. They begin, in this case, an individual, when this uh, precious sister of God was breaking away from this person, the person kept calling, kept stalking, and to the point that she had to literally get a restraining order, literally. Had to literally do something legal to stop this person from just harassing and just calling. Now, that is really showing you a powerful demonic. Now, how does it turn to witchcraft? It turns to witchcraft when the person that is operating under it gets insane like this. It's witchcraft when they try to manipulate and bring a person in. And when you try to let go, I'm not letting you go. This type of person could be a male or a female. And people would wonder, is y'all sleeping together? Why in the world this person just won't let you go? Can you imagine this? It would blow my mind if another man. Uh, and I had an experience one time where there was a person in my life, male, that I had to tell him, look, uh, the season is done with you. I cannot do any further. I appreciate you. I've got to go do the other things I got to do. And this person would not let me go. I was going like, what does he think? I'm his woman? Now, I know we live in an age to say something like this. They want to flag you on YouTube. Well, I'm sorry. I am no man's woman. Are you hearing me? I'm a straight up alpha male. Glory. And I am no man's woman. And this guy just would not. And I told Eva, I said, you know what? I, I said, let me handle this. Kept calling, kept going on. And I said to him, listen, I told you politely I, that I've done. I said, nothing more I can do. I'm not rejecting you. Our time is done. Bottom line is this, that, and the other. And I shut it down. I shut it down because he was getting pushy. I shut it down because he was making me explain why I had, had to, why I was putting time and counseling and doing stuff with other people. And I said, oh, no, you're not doing this. Now, I told you, I don't have the time like I used to have to chit-chat. I'm kind of busy right now. I'm counseling people all over the world. I start my days off at 4 a.m. in the morning, counseling people all over the planet. And the person couldn't get it. And so I had to cut them off and shut them down. Let me tell y'all something. When polite doesn't work with these type of people, Amen. Get proactive and get bold and shut it down and don't act like you need their permission to shut it down. They, they, they made this poor lady begin to feel 
like she needed to apologize. Oh, I feel so bad. Maybe I'm wrong for not letting her make choices for me because she gets upset when I don't follow what she says. She gets upset when I don't follow her leading. People, really? Really? Listen, be mindful of people who get in your life like that and you feel like now some of the signs that you will feel that it's time to break away, they consume your time. I'm getting ready to get out of here and pray. They consume your time and you feel intruded. You feel intruded. When you see their call or in their present, you tell them about something and they have the answer. And when you say, well, no, I feel like this, this way, they begin to act like that. If you don't follow what they're saying, well, things are not going to go well for you. You could tell that there's a problem when they heard you. Heard you means heard you into a position where no one else is in your perimeter but them. You know you're in a problem when they get angry and when you deal with other people that you talk to, other voices that you listen to. Are you hearing me? There is a problem. Look, I mentor thousands of people all over the world. And I would consider it insane of me to think, now, y'all, yeah, right now, I'm the one that mentor y'all and can't nobody else speak into y'all's life but me. Boy, that is really twisted. Really twisted. Are you hearing me? So when you have people in your life, be careful on the Internet. Be careful in the, in the world itself. When you hook up with people that tries to start guiding, every, God shows them everything for you. God showed me this for you. God said you need to be doing this. God said you ought to go this direction. God said you ought to buy this. God said if you do this, it's not going to work out. Be careful of that type of person in your life that tells you this kind of stuff and doesn't back out of the way and allow you and your heavenly father to make a decision, whether it's him really speaking. Now, I'm going to get ready to come out right now at this point and have a word of prayer. I'm going to come out and have a word of prayer. I want to thank all of y'all for being with me. And once again, this is Apostle Ivory Hopkins, the General of Deliverance. You've been listening to the General of Deliverance podcast. We thank you very much. We ask you, amen, to like, share, or join our podcast. You on YouTube, do likewise. Subscribe to us, amen. Facebook Live, we thank you for y'all tuning in as well. And listen, if this message has blessed you and you feel led, if you don't feel led, please don't do it. If you feel led to make a donation to us to, to bless the work that we're doing, I'm going to put this up here. I'm going to share this up here right now. You can, amen, go to our cash app at General Ivory Hopkins. That's our cash app, General Ivory Hopkins. Make a $5 donation or whatever donation the Lord deals with you with. If you don't feel led to do anything or give anything, just enjoy the word and learn from it. Amen. That is Cash App General Ivory Hopkins. We thank you for listening to our podcast. Now, folks, I'm getting ready to get up out of here. I'm getting ready to have a word of prayer as we close out. Thank you for tuning in with me. We will be coming back with more podcasts like this and other subjects. Amen. We're fired up. We praise God for it. We praise God for you. Heavenly Father, as I pray, I ask your Holy Spirit to set people free, Lord God, from those who have altered their destiny and purpose by controlling their lives with choices and decisions. I ask you, Lord God, the stolen ground that has taken place because they're surrendering to this type of person, I ask you to break that off of their lives. Holy Spirit, we ask in the name of Jesus, 
Heal them in the areas of insecurity, in the area of passive surrender, in the area, Lord God, where they have problems of arrested development or fear of man or fear of the faces of people. Lord God, we ask you, Lord God, to heal those areas in Jesus' name. Lord God, we ask you to cut those cords of control in the name of Jesus. Snap them out of it in Jesus' name. And Lord God, I thank you right now and I praise you for breaking these jokes. And we call out those spirits of manipulation and control. We call out those spirits right now of ungodly and unholy soul ties when it comes to leadings and directions. We command those strongholds to be broken. And Father, we give you praise and we give you glory for setting them free. As I'm praying right now, I command in Jesus' name a family line and generational curse on your bloodline, on your life, where you was raised up in an environment of control and manipulation, fear of making decisions and choices. I command that to be broken. I command in the name of Jesus strongholds that make you constantly second-guess yourself. You are afraid to make a decision, though you have the answer. I ask the Father to break those emotional wounds. Heal the emotional damage. Give the inner healing by the power of the Holy Spirit to those areas. Areas, Father. Lord God, guide them to those that can minister and work along with them and give them counsel and give them deliverance in this area. In the name of Jesus, let them find the books to read that will help them in this area, Father. And I give you praise and glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, guys, I will tell y'all like I usually do. I will catch you all again in another teaching message. And I want you always to remember God is watching. Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes. Amen. Where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast.